The Holy Gospel according to John, the 12th chapter, verse 20 through 43. Glory to you, O Lord. Our Gospel this morning is from St. John, chapter 12, verses 20 through 43, and can be found on page 1671 in your pew Bible. John records, Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to the worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. And Philip went to tell Andrew, and Andrew and Philip, in turn, they told Jesus. And Jesus replied, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me and Where I am, my servant also will be. My father will honor the one who who serves me. Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Another said an angel had spoken to him. And Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death that he was going to die. The crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? And then Jesus told them, you are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while you have the light so that you may become children of the light. And when he had finished speaking, Jesus left and he hid himself from them. And even after Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, they still would not believe in him. 
This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah, the prophet. Lord, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason, they could not believe, because as Isaiah says elsewhere, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts nor turn. And I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus' glory and spoke about him. Yet at the same time, many even among the leaders, believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise much more than praise from God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Has anyone ever had something fall apart. (laughs) Immediately I think of my truck. (laughs) Or uh, the other day my tab from my collar that goes in, my cleric collar, it's made out of PVC. And PVC in time, it becomes brittle. And so just when I really needed to wear it, it goes snap. And then yesterday, I was visiting uh, Wayne and Bonnie Levine, and it was a tender time, and I all of a sudden I felt that the tab that I had made <laughs> had slipped out. And it actually was my business card. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are having this tender moment. I'm holding on to Wayne's hand. I'm assuring him of uh, the blessings that are coming and the job that he had done well and the love that he had of his family, and I noticed my card falls out, and I go, well... You guys caught me. I made this out of a business card. His youngest son, Mike, I believe, he started just absolutely laughing, and it just lifted things up. Have you ever had anything like that fall apart? I don't know. How about, how about in your life? Have you ever felt like your life was falling apart? I mean, I see a lot of heads. How about right now? Are things falling apart in your world? Falling apart. But we notice that. Hold on to that. We're going to get there, I promise. If I don't, Ed, remind me. What we see today is uh, I really love Zechariah, and and Gary did a a really great job on that as well. Um, it's, It's prophesying a promise of Jesus coming. And, And last week, I held up a, a cross, right, and, and I said the Old Testament points and, 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 and points uh, promises 
to the future. It's almost like having someone crying out saying, don't worry, I know it's falling apart now, but there's a Messiah coming. And people are just going, yeah, my world's falling apart. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's telling us, have faith. I'm keeping a promise to you. Jesus is coming. Zechariah wrote that. Isaiah 53. Pastor Ron loves to point to that. And, and we, we saw the matzah bread last night. I'm going to use that. Matzah. Have you ever held up a sheet of matzah bread? Looks like a big saltine cracker, right? I, mean, I hope I'm not saying the wrong thing. I don't want to offend anybody. But it does. It looks to me like the kind of saltine cracker I would have loved to have when I was about four or five years old. Oh, I hit the jackpot. But if you take a look at that saltine cracker, or excuse me, that matzah, <laughs> and you hold it up to the light, what do you think you see? You see light coming through it. It's, it's got little pokey holes in it. Because if you took unleavened bread, as Ron was telling us, and you made a cake out of it and you threw it on the oven, it's going to be you know, crispy on the outside but mushy on the inside. So you had to have holes poked in it. And then if you take a look at it, it, the way that it cooks is there's these like lines that are stripes where it's toasted. And so he takes us back into Isaiah and he says, he was pierced for your transgressions. And by his stripes you shall be healed. I mean, I'll never walk by a matzah piece of matzah again without thinking of that again the old testament pointing towards the the new hey it's going to be okay look at the cracker even the cracker is testifying maybe it may be a reach but no it's not if you if if you were there for for what ron was saying all of these things point to the coming of christ the promised messiah and some people don't get it. We just read here this morning that they, they, they heard a voice. That was thunder. Ah, it's a stomach. It's just grumbling. He's hungry. And some heard and believed, but they said, man, you know what? I'm going to lose my position at the country club. I mean, the synagogue. And, you know, that just can't be. And, 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 and we get pointed to uh, time and time again that that's the, that's the prince of this world, you know, the little G God that, that rules this world that's blinded us. Well, not you, but blinded the world that says, that is foolishness, that cross. And you're a fool for believing it. The Old Testament promises Hey, it's going to be okay. The New Testament, pointing to the cross. Kind of like, see, I told you. He's here. And we get to walk this path right now where Jesus is, is, is identifying himself. The Father already identified himself. Isn't that grand and, and beautiful when he was baptized in the river by John and, 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 and a voice was heard? People heard that. This is my son, whom I love. And the Holy Spirit came down and lit upon him like a dove. By the way, another prophecy in the Old Testament. And of that voice, with him I am well pleased. That voice that, 
that voice that, that claims you too. That is really good news. You feel like your life's falling apart? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not as bad now, but still, it's not going the way I would have done it. And that's okay. Every once in a while, you've seen me do this. I'll look up like I'm looking up at heaven and I'll say, I wouldn't have done it that way. We read a psalm in our men's group, and gentlemen, you need to come. We have a great time on Saturday mornings, and I was a little late yesterday, but uh, my beloved friend, Ken, from the East Coast, says, yeah, this prayer is about God. He says, hey, why don't you go and whack him? <laughs> go and whack him. You can pray. I mean, well, David did, for these guys to get whacked because they were persecuting him. They were accusing him of things he didn't do. His life was falling apart. Falling apart. Whack him. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Maybe we shouldn't pray for people to get whacked, but here's something we can do. You know, we have people in our lives that, that we, uh, we know need the Lord. And they may be caught up in a lot of things. Maybe something really, you know, dangerous. And, and they don't even realize the shackles that they've been put on their own wrists and bound themselves, their own shackles by being in control of themselves. They don't really even realize how out of control they are. Maybe they've gone into some religion that, hey, I'm good, you're good, we're all good, all roads lead to heaven. Or maybe they have something that's even in the dark side. You know, there are people out there that call themselves Wiccans. I'm a warlock. Really? Does that pay? There are people that are so lost in their own way, so blinded by the prince of this world. Here's a prayer. It's kind of a scary prayer. But you got Satan working against them, telling them they're not worthy. You got the world saying, hey, you're okay, I'm okay. Let's go down this road to doom together. In fact, some of the young kids used to say, party hardy, die young, and leave behind a good-looking corpse. How dumb is that? But I know people that have said that. I said it. Yeah. Probably didn't surprise some of you. Bob's over there going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see you saying that. Well, I was a younger man. But here's a prayer you can pray. You can say, Abba, Father, Dad, I lift up to you, this person. And I pray, Father, that you would help them get to the end of themselves. I pray, Father, that you would take them to the very end point, rock bottom, as some people say, to where they have nothing left but to turn to you it's a little softer than saying whack them right but the, the, the same thing happens they come to the end of their self they're self-reliant and all of a sudden they realize gosh I'm not reliable <laughs> but gosh my mom and dad my grandma and grandpa my neighbor my co-worker my friend from Reformation Lutheran Church says they know the one that is reliable. Is your life falling apart? Are things falling apart? Be a good question. Now that you come to the end of yourself, 
Are things falling apart? Yes. It's falling apart. I'm in hospice. You get to say, that's great. What? I'm dying of cancer. That's wonderful. What? How can you say such a thing? Well, I submit to you that even as Jesus comes through triumphantly, Hosanna, Hosanna, yay. Things are looking pretty good there, right, for a moment. Yeah, everyone's happy, right? Michael John, everyone's happy. Things start falling apart. The wheels come off during this week. And Jesus is going to get betrayed. Things are falling apart. Betrayed. A sham of a, of a court in darkness. Falsely accused. His only friends that he has leave him. And yet he performs this beautiful Passover meal. Says, I couldn't wait to do this with you guys. The Passover meal is a real intimate setting. It's got a papa and a mama and, and it's just a beautiful meal together of love and respect for God and glory. I mean, it's just beautiful. And here he is. He knows what he's about to do. He knows. Can you drink of this cup? Can you be baptized in the baptism that I'm about to be baptized in? And these guys are like, yep. <laughs> they didn't know, but he did. Things are falling apart. I submit to you, no, they're not falling apart. You're not falling apart. Your loved ones are not falling apart. They're falling into place. They're falling into place. The Creator makes all things new, takes the imperfect, takes the broken, puts it together, and makes it fall into perfect place. In the name of Jesus, amen.